0: Know, all the mundane stuff? That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Wait till some bonus just starts diamond. Wait till he
1: becomes a Defensive Player of the Year under Mike Brown.
2: Brick for Vic! Brick
0: for Vic! Brick for Vic! Brick for Vic!
3: Vic.
1: There's this thing on.
3: One, two, Mike check. One, two, man. And then the
0: communication, that's your glue. Man, this is our city. This is
3: our city, man. We did it, man. It's unbelievable. I feel like Black Jesus. We've seen the
2: story before. We've seen the story Welcome before. to the Athletic NBA Show. Monday on the Athletic Podcast Network.
3: Welcome to part of... No, let me stop by Zach. Let me stop my Zach impersonation. (laughs) We need to keep that in. Uh, I do have a take.
4: Welcome back to Point of Contention. Five topics, five minutes, five points of contention. 2022. This is not the first show done in 2022, but whatever. Coming up on the show today, October 27th. Happy
3: Black Cat Day, a.k.a. known as Happy Marcus Thompson Day. Because that's a cop out for me to say. When when did Kanye start writing your intros?
2: A little uh, question mark there. No chance on that one. I'm not (laughs) going to hold myself (laughs) so... No chance. On this day in
4: 1904, the New York subway opened, traveling between lower Manhattan and Harlem. Yeah, stopping at 28 stations in between and only costing a nickel to ride. A nickel. <laughs> play the tape. All right, let's get to our two contestants. In this corner, the loud mouth of South the most braggadocious Beantown Town bench warmer on a college team that went 2 and 21. 22. He writes Celtics. Give, he reps give our last King. Loss and he still believes in Aaron Kraft, Eric Devendorf, and anybody else who flamed out from college on their way to the basketball tournament. Those are two good,
2: good ones, though. They're, I do believe in those.
4: Ride ones. with him on Peloton at the Kid the God. It's Jay, Sacramento King. Hey, yo, lesson here, babe. You come at the King, you best not miss. Jay, I don't know if this is a good question, Jay, because I don't know what the second option is Popeye's or Boston chicken. What's Boston chicken? Boston market.
2: Popeye's. Popeye's. Yeah. Popeyes. You got to go with Popeye's. My, my high school basketball teammate got fired because he, he would have, we would have team lunches at Popeye's on his dime while he was working there. That's such a good teammate though. We we all ate for free for the whole season too. It was it was something that like it lasted a while before they caught up to him, but it eventually got him.
4: Oh man, Carl Anthony Towns would be pissed at you guys. And in this corner, the most versatile media member the Bay has ever seen. He's written three books with ridiculously long titles that you can find in bookstores everywhere. Yes, even that bookstore. He's the friend from Frisco, the bro from Berkeley. He puts the sauce in Sausalito. He puts the media in Alameda, the A.O. in Vallejo, the Petty in Petaluma, but more importantly, he's the OG from Oakland. It's Marcus S. Thompson. Marcus, can you give me a place better than Popeyes? Raising Canes maybe? A million places. This is not good chicken. First off, is it chicken? No, 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 no. We're talking fast food. We're talking fast food. We're talking fast food. Not like, uh, of course, there are a million better places. The popcorn chicken at Popeyes is legit. All
3: I'm saying is, spicy is good, man. Hauls on calling it chicken. <laughs> we don't know what that is, actually. <laughs> <laughs> chicken <laughs> products? <laughs> chicken? Yeah. I'm good with chicken products. I don't, product. for this like, I don't pie need pie. to be real chicken to good. Uh, yeah, I don't eat any of that stuff. I I can't I can't do it. I'm sorry. I'm bougie. You know. You know what? Go to go find your favorite Asian fusion place and get their Asian chicken wings. Yeah. Oh. There's nothing Listen, better. Korean <laughs> <I'm laughs> fried chicken. I'm is. Telling you, like, it, you, it doesn't you get better will, than you that. You won't bother with. Oh my god. Chicken esque
4: fast food joints. You wanna talk you wanna talk bougie, go to Momofuku yes. in Vegas. Talk to pre-order the talk. chicken with the caviar. It's expensive. It's not on the menu. It takes like you gotta let them know in advance.
3: But well, woo! I've never
4: had a better meal.
3: The the Asian culinary experience is underrated on its chicken preparation. That's all I'm saying.
4: Absolutely.
3: Check off that banter box. Jay is so disappointed in me right now. Start the clock
4: take one (laughs) to the to the victor go the spoils ah gentlemen with only a handful of games in the books we thought we'd start off the show with the biggest story of this 2022 2023 NBA season that is Brick for Vic Brick for Vic Brick
1: for Vic Well, let me just say, of course, that's not the reason I was in Phoenix.
4: In an interview with ESPN, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver said that he believes the changes the league has made to its system in recent seasons have greatly reduced the incentives for teams to tank for high-profile prospects, including French Phenom Victor Wembanyama. Or, I mean, just directly, Victor Wembanyama. Quote, you're dealing with a 14% chance of getting the first pick, Silver said. Play the tape.
1: The odds really essentially for the first top, the worst three teams in the league, and then for the fourth team only has a slightly better odds. So it's, it's roughly around a 14% chance. Mm. So said differently, if you have the worst record or one of the worst records in the league, you have an 86% chance of not getting yeah. um, the top pick. So I think that's first and foremost.
4: In case you missed it last week, Commissioner Silver spoke to employees of the Phoenix Suns organization after an investigation into the conduct of team owner. Robert Sarver, and his eventual decision to sell his stakes in the Suns. ESPN also reported as part of that conversation, Silver said the idea of relegation has been previously discussed by the NBA as one possible solution to give teams an incentive to compete. I'm not sure that's true. I know people say that. I'm not oh, sure. no, I know it's true. Relegation. What? Now let's pack a whole NBA market into Sioux Falls or Fort Wayne or Oklahoma City. Oh, wait. Never mind. However, in this interview with ESPN on Monday, Silver said there is no realistic way for that system to be put in place in the NBA. Shocker, Jade played that tape.
1: I mentioned and, and Baxter Holmes reported some other um, areas that we've looked at over the years. I, I, I can't say I was deadly serious.
4: So Marcus, let's cut to the chase. Is 0-82 really that bad this
3: year? No, but why why are we messing around trying to avoid ways for teams to get Wembanyama? Like no, this is one of the greatest prospects of all time, arguably the greatest. We should open up more avenues, not close them off. Yes. I'm for a frozen envelope yes. this year. Yes. Right? Like let's the worst thing that could happen is he ends up in Oklahoma City. Like <laughs> no, let's we're not doing this. Like, just go ahead and send him to the Knicks. Why are we messing around All with this? Wow, like, just to the Knicks. The yeah, Knicks like, don't, why, they
2: don't deserve one. Well, you I got a know. chance
3: to choreograph one of the. You got a chance to choreograph. He would okay, get hurt I mean, in
2: year two if he went to the Knicks. We pick a, pick wow. a franchise. Adam Silver saying fourteen percent. Like that's some small number. When nah, when you're just you know how big that would be though. Will franchise. That has a fourteen percent chance of drafting one of the greatest prospects who ever lived. That's a that's a great percent. Lloyd chance. Lloyd
3: Christmas will look at fourteen if, so percent. If you you, you get had excited. a fourteen yeah. percent
2: chance to, <laughs> to win millions of dollars. I I would buy so many of those tickets. So you're saying there's a chance? I'm down. Let's have a tournament. So fourteen percent chance. Yeah. That's a pretty good chance. I would lose so many games for a fourteen percent chance at Victor Young. Nah. I would lose all the games. I would trade Kelly Olynyk. I would trade Lowry Markin. I would trade Jordan Clarkson. Mike what? Oh, no, you, you can't trade even halfway decent on my team. The Twin Towers. It, you you know, you want an in season tournament?
3: Yes. Let it be for this. Ooh. <laughs> right? Let, let's let's play this let's play this out that way. Hey, he could end up on a champion. Who knows? Put him on the Celtics, right? Like I don't think we should just be closing this off. These things don't happen, you know. Once every generation, I love the idea of I love
4: the idea of load management for this in-season tournament that decides the number one pick oh, of guys God, like Squid Game,
3: Squid Game right. with all the I front office all people. the superstars <laughs> who be pissed off. <laughs> all these superstars pissed off. We're, Kawhi Leonard's out here playing hard to get. Him. <laughs> A rookie like I ain't. Doing you gotta, that. you
4: gotta, you gonna have Mike Maccallum picking and popping just so he can be replaced in OKC. I don't think so. That's not happening. <laughs> Maccallum
3: would be tanking it. Do it in season tournament.
4: Jay, I, I think that, and I've said this on Basket Buds. I've said this a couple other places. If you don't have an actual shot at winning the championship this year, you are doing a detriment to your franchise by not tanking. Give me the one, the the one in fourteen shot, the fourteen percent shot, whatever, like. Whatever that is going to be, you have to hunt destiny
2: here. And front offices, no, there's got to be some panic right now in places like Utah where they're playing just playing these accidentally games, winning man. games, playing these games, because messing around. This is a year when those wins really, really matter because you're not one of three or four Can teams. Can you imagine if tank. you get the three? You're pick one of a whole sea of teams that are going to take the three pick because <laughs> yeah. you started
1: three,
2: and oh.
4: well, that's the thing, too. That's the thing, too, right, is is with. With these teams, the ones who are going to trade for like a Malik Beasley, a Jared Vanderbilt, a Mike Conley, you know, Markinen, Olynyk, whoever, don't you kind of have leverage on Danny Ainge at this point? Like before it was like, hey, you guys want to want to be good. I got the veterans for you. Now can't they go to him and be like, you're a little too good. I don't think I've given up a first for this guy. I might give you a second. Like, I don't I don't know. I kind of think Danny Ainge just briefly right now. Is a little nah, over a barrel.
3: Danny Ainge is waiting in the tunnel after every win. Like y'all, y'all owe me this He's one. That's when you got to give me that back as he get the high fives. <laughs> I need this. I need this back.
2: <laughs> he needs to trade for Poku.
4: Poku, the tank god. If he traded for Poku and bowl bowl, it, it's over. Like you just give you give Utah the number one pick right there because that is the ultimate tanking is those two. I am stunned at what Poku does on a basketball court right now. Absolutely stunned.
2: Air ball three from the corner last night that just had me in awe.
4: I'm not gonna get over. He missed the rim on a like on a transition bucket attempt in front of the rim. Wiggins shooting at 60%.
0: There's a block by Porcoshetsky. Now he leaks out, Caught the pass, and he. The
2: slam. They keep trotting him out there, too. They just it's keep,
0: nuts. They There's value and nuts. awfulness
3: this year. That's all I'm saying. There's value.
4: Marcus, where, where do you want to see Wimbanyama
3: end up and where do you think he ends up? I want to see him on the Lakers. I think he ends up New Orleans, no, not New Orleans. New Orleans is way too good. Uh, Houston, no, no, no. They got to pick oh, swap. That's Marcus right, New Orleans. There it
2: is. Boom, New Orleans.
3: Yes, he's gonna end up in a market that can't contain him. Okay, New
2: Orleans would be incredible.
3: Just oh. absolutely oh, without French Quarter, because the Lakers, oh. are, huh?
2: It would just be so devastating. They got it. It yeah, would I'm be hoping. so devastating to them. And then, then Wembenyama and, and Zion. It'd be, it'd be like, so I, funny. It would be I hilarious. it would be perfect. hilarious. It would be so funny. So many levels. I need that to happen. Yeah.
3: No, I want him on the Knicks. I want him on the Knicks. I want that. I want that for the league.
4: Big Market
3: Marcus just trying to just trying to, you know, to, you know sling
4: it
2: for the yeah. for the Knicks. You know what I'm saying? I'm i I'm caving for the Big Markets, man. Detroit. I kind of want Detroit. Pair him with Cade. <laughs> All
4: right. Take 2. From pretenders to contenders. That's right. It's the Zach Harper Power Rankings Week One Update, motherfuckers. Enough about the losers of this coming NBA season. Let's switch. Switch that. Switch that. Switch that. Our focus to the contenders, as you might have checked out in my most recent Power Rankings right here on theathletic.com. I got the Milwaukee Bucks, number one, followed by Jay King's Boston Celtics at number two. Number three is Marcus Thompson's Golden State Warriors. Number four, the soon-to-be-relegated Phoenix Suns, possibly.
1: And so this whole notion of of tanking came up. Nothing. Adam Silver.
4: And number five, a team not soon forgotten by fans across the globe. That's right, the kawhi And have fun with it. Only Clippers. Jay, are you down with my contenders list? Top five. Would you reorder? Would you reshuffle? One of these teams, are you taking the field?
2: I'm just confused by the Clippers right now. Would you ask Pop that question? Because I keep going back and forth between Kawhi is good enough that all the questions don't matter. But all the questions are about Kawhi. And he's already sitting games. Yeah. And I know that the goal is to set him up for later in the season. But these guys need to play together. That's a roster with tons of good NBA players. They still don't seem to believe in that, right? Like, that they don't need this time together. Like, you have to play together. You actually have to play basketball games as a team to eventually gel. Like, their depth is incredible. Their 13th guy is way better than anybody else's 13th guy. Luke Kennard might be that guy, which is insane. Yeah. Um. But also... Like, if you put their third best player against any other contending team's third best player, it's not even close. Theirs is worse. Oh, wow. Like, who's their third best player? Like, Reggie Jackson? Zubats? No, like,
4: it's probably
2: – yeah, maybe maybe Zoo, maybe Norm Powell. That's what I'm saying. Like, the the top-end depth behind the two guys just isn't there. Too much. Too much depth. <laughs> you don't need all that depth.
4: I also, I also just don't good. understand – we're going to we're going to have the same rotation, but we're going to keep Kawhi out of the starting lineup. He's just going to come back in in the second quarter like he's like that's his his second stint, even though he's not playing in the first quarter. I don't I you can manage minutes in a rotation by starting him. It's just so weird to me that that's the strategy, but whatever. That's what they're going with for now. Marcus, is there anybody outside this top five of the Bucks, the Celtics, the Warriors, the Suns and the Clippers that you believe should be in this contenders list. Uh
3: you're missing a very important squad here from this hmm. contender list. Who's that? Uh Damian Lillard's portland's Robo. i mean look look marcus i'm just i don't want to tell
4: i told you motherfuckers but i told you motherfuckers that the blazers were going to be good this year and that the wizards are must watch on league pass and i've
3: been right about both those and you're missing your moment and you're missing the uh, moment you gotta, to keep, flex. you gotta you gotta sneak up i got East all Oakland season in the top five. i got
4: all season trust
3: me they're moving Damian on Lillard is about to win MVP Look, and the who Blades said that
4: was the dark horse? Team. The dark horse pick at like plus sixty
2: six hundred. This guy.
3: Opening. Move them up. but And then you got them 17. You got them 17. You got the Blazers a legit contender. <laughs> come on, come on, man. You you
2: really, in your, in your heart, you right believe now, beyond yeah. the Oakland stuff. Absolutely, right now. You really believe Absol- the Blazers are, are a contender. There's no
3: beyond the Oakland stuff. No, what do you mean yeah. there's no? You can't take it off. You can't take it off. <laughs> you can't take it off. <laughs>
2: that was too much. Uh,
3: it's
2: too much my man my man's been watching too much Clay Thompson
3: he's
4: I been was, watching too oh much man, Clay no! He,
2: he just ripped it open he was ready Art. I
3: just revealed absolutely nothing absolutely nothing. nothing you thought you had like an Oakland shirt underneath and right. like right oh, it's yeah, a, just, too just or a or black something. t-shirt that's chest. it <laughs> just a just a gilded <laughs> plain black t <laughs> just like man boobs <laughs> under a black shirt like that's it <laughs> like this is Oakland <laughs> <baby."> <laughs>
4: like superman forgot to put on his cape this one man man boobs Um, (laughs) you guys think like the guys who are out on the the edge like uh a denver a memphis a dallas miami philly we'll talk about philly in a bit um maybe even new orleans let's throw new orleans in there they look really good are any of those teams deserving of contender status yes or we gotta wait
2: i'm waiting on all those
3: teams I mean the top you have. Yeah, you got, you gotta wait. I mean the top. Look, these like these guys aren't there yet. Like the Warriors aren't there yet, right? right? Like their defense is terrible. But we know they're but gonna man, make it. We yeah, know they're gonna. But you gonna start thinking yeah. about beating these teams in a series, like <laughs> it's gonna be tough to be like, yeah, New Orleans will beat one of these teams in the city. Like that's tough. I don't
4: know. They're so good though. Memphis
3: would
2: be the one team i I'd, I'd, I'd be thinking about moving up. Memphis, yeah, Memphis, you could put up in there.
3: Yeah,
4: the reason was mostly just Jaron Jackson Jr. isn't there yet.
2: Yeah, for power rankings purpose, like, I get that.
3: Right? Like, that was my hesitancy with but what, later on yeah. in the
2: season when they need him, he'll be there. Yeah. And that's
3: a big deal, too, by the way. Like, that's a yeah. huge deal. As long as he's there, they're definitely in the top five.
4: Ja, like, I wrote something, an overreaction column today that you can find on theathletic.com. Ja, like, he might be the best scorer this season. Uh, the le- You know, the leading scorer at the end of the Like, he's unstoppable right now. He just goes wherever he wants to. No one can stop him from getting there.
3: No, that ain't why he's unstoppable. The dude is like on fire from three. Well, yeah, that like, helps too. Yeah. Like, it's unbelievable. I, just, I said, like, I don't know if I buy the 60% from
4: three, obviously. And I don't know if I buy 40% from three, but I, he might just be league average, right? But I buy the 10 free throw attempts per game. Like, no one can stop him from getting to the line.
2: And if he's league average from three, what are you going to do? Because you got to sag off. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to go under screen. There's nothing you could do. And if you don't, he's going to go right by you. Obliterate your whole defense. Mm-hmm. No question. He just, he just needs to be like prime Jeff Teague. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He doesn't need to be Steph Curry. He just
3: needs to be solid. But right? I'm he saying, prime
2: Jeff Teague shot like
4: 40%. That's the worst thing you could have said.
2: <laughs> but I'm saying, prime Jeff Teague shot
4: like 40%. No. Hey, don't forget to check out our friends, J.E. Skeets, Tass Mellis, Trey Kirby, produced by Jason Doyle. It is No Dunks Monday through Friday, sometimes on the weekends and nights, right here on the Athletic Podcast Network. You can also subscribe to their wonderful YouTube channel, curated by our good friend and super producer, Jerome Black Dragon Roll Chang, who recently joined the No Dunks team. Congrats, Jerome, and we'll be back after this. Jeff Teague shot 40%, 40% on threes one year. I- Shut the fuck up about Jeff Teague. Leave all this in, Jade. <laughs> and we're back. Take three. Not so sunny. He said so one, sunny. Year. He Not said, one so year. sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> Reflecting on the Philadelphia 76ers surprising 0-3 start to the season, James Harden mused, it felt like it was 0-82. Brick four pick. Brick
1: four pick.
4: Anything is possible. Fellas. Are the 76ers the same as they were a season ago, if not worse? That is the question. This is what I wrote in the power rankings this week. As you know, I try not to overreact to the first couple of weeks unless it's for entertainment purposes. However, Philadelphia 76ers, what the hell? Losing to San Antonio to close out an 0-3 week was flat-out embarrassing. They lose to Boston, lose to Milwaukee. No one's worried about that. These two are really good teams. Joel Embiid looks slow. He looks listless. He looks kind of lazy. He looks out of shape. Maybe it's plantar fasciitis. Maybe it's just I don't know what the hell to do when I'm watching James Harden dribble the life out of the ball. But I felt like it was the most meaningless 27 and 13 average to start a season I've ever seen. I take back everything nice I said about the Sixers. There are many meaningless 27 and 13 averages. (laughs) Meaningless. (laughs) Meaningless. It had no meaning. 27 and 13. I take back everything nice I said about them prior to this first week. I might even ban them from being on the
2: rest of the pods this season. Marcus. Kick them out of the power rankings. Just have 2019. No, I'm, I'll move up the Fort Wayne Maddie or whatever the hell they're called. Marcus.
3: The G League Ignite.
4: <laughs> Will him in. Doc Rivers be able to placate the media, salvage his job, hopes for a season a successful season, and write this ship? Uh,
3: yes. All he has to do is play guys who can play. <laughs> like he's got a whole bench he's not using here, right? They get cooked. Yeah. Cooked on yeah, perimeter really defense. Are. Cook like Harden and Tyrese Maxey are just th- those mm. are blow bys and Matisse Thybul has played 6 minutes this season like all of his guys Shake Milton I look I'm not the biggest <laughs> Georges <laughs> Niang fan but like jeez yeah, that's a Kurt Boston guy they got you there Leave they got you, the got, point, you like, got you to the Eastern Conference finals at some point got you to where got you to where yeah I- i'm just saying i'm just saying like that's it's not like mini-band. they've re- upgraded they've replaced it with like Daniel House like yeah. play your guys i don't i don't understand his rotations, guys who played for him, guys who know. Like the one thing they had was continuity. The one thing they had was these guys know how to play with Embiid, right? And now you, you just basically go on eight deep with a bunch of guys from Mori's past. To me, it's just really weird what's happening with them. Why aren't like Matisse is a first round pick? Like he played, yeah. he averaged twenty five minutes for them last year, right? Fifteen in the playoffs. Like I understand he's been on this. Bit of a decline, but to go to no minutes, I don't understand what Doc is doing. I feel like if he just starts playing guys, like guys he's kind of played before, they Mm -hmm. might actually not be a brand new team. They're, They're kind of like the Warriors in that sense where half the roster is brand new, but unnecessarily.
2: Right. I have so many concerns about them on both ends of the court. They're so top heavy offensively. I think about how much movement they used to have when like J.J. Redick was there, when when Seth Curry was there, like how much that did for Joel Embiid. Now they're just stagnant. And then transition defense. They are dead last in transition defense. And you'd probably expect them to be dead last in transition defense because... Yeah, you got Maxi and Harden back there, right? You got Harden. They're slow. Joel Embiid has not been good to start the season. He's just not in peak shape. We're not seeing a lot of Tobias Harris chase down blocks in transition. and, And then... They're so... T- like, who's their fifth option offensively? Do they have a fifth option offensively? Is it DeAnthony Melton? Because if he's your fifth option They need to go get one... They need
3: to go get Luke Kennard from the end of the Clippers bench. Huh? Like, that would be a
4: good <laughs> pick. No, Luke Kennard that. is That'd too a valuable, man. Up. It's too valuable. <laughs> uh, do you guys think that this Harden and thing is going to work on the court? Like, I don't think they... I don't think they... I'm not worried about them, like, disliking each other. I, think, I just... Harden is dribbling the life out of the ball. And he's... Don't get me wrong. Like he has been very productive. He's been very good. But it gets back to that idea of like, are you creating enough flow in the offense as you do this to where everyone feels involved, feels engaged? And especially Joel Embiid, who, again, he's scoring points and everything, but it just looks it doesn't it doesn't look meaningful so far.
3: You know, say what you want about Harden, but, you know, we were talking to Keith Pompey on the uh, Hoops of Jason. He's talking about, like, Harden taking over this huge leadership role <laughs> and he's trying to be a glue in the locker room and
0: Love all that.
3: that All that shade. No wonder they're playing Zach has been throwing everywhere. at James Harden. I've been, all the, I've been throwing. Uh, <laughs> like, he's in there trying to make this thing work. I feel like it's – MB's got to step up. Like, MB's got to step up and – you know he's got this plantar fasciitis thing now, so you know I, I don't know if that means he, he, his minutes should go down. But it's, to me, Harden is doing like literally the best he can, and that's to me that that's a bonus for them, right? We didn't know if yeah. Harden was coming in out of shape. We do not know what was happening, and here he is. He's probably circumvented the salary cap somehow to get it. <laughs> The investigation's ongoing. How's that, how's
4: that investigation going? The yeah, investigation is ongoing. Going? But,
3: but but also, like,
4: do we ever look into Michael Rubin or no? We're just good on that? Never mind.
1: Don't worry about it. I, I, I can't say I was deadly serious.
3: you telling me Anthony Melton can't play for you? you t- Trans Harrell can't play, like— to me, they've well, got to, like... Be, I don't know about yeah, okay. don't Maybe, know. maybe you're about, maybe Melton, right about Melton, can that. Can maybe right about Trez that. Trust can't play. Either. Okay, Paul Reed was good for
2: them. Like, and John he doesn't Hollinger's play... John Hollinger entered the chat. We, yes, we've exactly. We've gone too far now. We've <laughs> gone too far. But it, a lot of it just comes down to if Embiid is the guy he was last year, things change for them because he's such a force. And yeah. and if he doesn't, then they're going to be in trouble the whole season. That's He's got to get back in... in to where he can be a, a defensive force because they need him to be. Because like you said, Harden and Maxi are going to get blown by. Embiid needs to cover up a lot. He needs to be active. He needs to be sharp. Thirty-seven-year-old P.J. Tucker. Like it's probably why you need Thibodeau out there more. I, right? I love P.J. Tucker just Some lighting him. him up already they after do. Game Three. I hope unbelievable, that, I hope that, He is the best. I hope That
4: third year was worth it, PJ. I he is
3: the
2: best. Yo. Like, like, he has no time for He He's not struggles. suffer
3: fools, right? Like
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up after the break, Clay and Fly Pelican Fly back after this. Take 4. Clay, it ain't so. In a stunning turn of events Tuesday night, fan favorite, everybody loves Clay Thompson, was ejected for the first time in his career after picking up two consecutive technical fouls during a chirpy third quarter in Golden State's 134-105 loss to the Phoenix Suns. Fun fact, this was Clay's first career ejection in 759 regular season and playoff games. The Iron Man of nice no more. Thompson, not Marcus, had been verbally sparring with Booker for several minutes through the third quarter, repeated over and over again that he had four rings, according to Booker. With six and a half minutes left in the quarter, the two continued to exchange words and then bumped chess, resulting in double technicals on both players, courtesy of Ed Malloy. Jade, play the tape.
1: You know, we're pretty normal. We enjoy our families, the outdoors, movies, music, art food, so it's not like we're special super superhuman superheroes. We're just very blessed to have a great job and, you know, have fun while doing it.
0: Oh, another technical
1: that goes on. And he has three
0: fouls
1: in this game. And look at Booker and look at look Clay at Thompson yeah. are continuing to
2: go at one another. I'm here for I'm it, people.
0: he's trying to force everything right now. He's just probably too too hard, but he's done that many times, even before the injuries. So, I'll remind him of that. Um, You know, 78 games to go. You know, he's going to be fine. Our team's going to be fine, but we had a lot of work. He's got a lot of work ahead, um, you know, as his conditioning comes
4: Steve back. Kerr said after the game that he believes the outburst had a lot to do with Thompson's frustrations with his minutes restriction related to this ongoing recovery from injuries that cost him two full seasons. Thompson, not Marcus, has struggled to begin the season as Thompson not Marcus, left the court. He continued to yell at the Suns bench, waving at them while pointing to his hand. Do people still talk to the hand because the face don't want to hear it? Sound off in the comments. Jay, is this much ado about nothing or is this just the first burn on the eventual heated Western Conference finals? For the record,
3: this Thompson has also struggled to start the season. Go ahead, Jay. (laughs) You're you're
4: running
2: on fumes right now. (laughs) First of all, I I just want to note that Clay's walk, the strut that he got when he oh, got furious. I love his walk. Clay walked like he grew
3: up watching black exploitation <laughs> films, right? Like, this dude is carved out of God a Dolomite skin. Yeah.
2: Yes, yeah. That, that, that walk is incredible, <laughs> bro. His walk is insane. He was penguining around. Oh, man. That had me in stitches. But that's, that's the outburst you only get when you're incredibly frustrated. And he was one for eight, he had two points. He hasn't started the season well. Eight for 28 from mm-hmm. the three-point arc. The minutes restriction thing, after playing a lot of minutes in the finals and the end of the finals, he played really well. Like He he dug so deep and he found himself and was a major reason why the Warriors' defense was so strong over the last few games of the finals. For him to come back and have these struggles now, he's got to be so fed up with all of it. He's got to be like – it's been such a long journey for him. And to still not be over that mountain has to be just weighing on him because that's not Klay Thompson. Like Klay yeah. Thompson is extremely no. competitive. He's extremely tough. He's not going to back down from a challenge. But that wasn't him. Like that was so excessive compared to anything else he's ever done in his career. That walk, though. Yeah, that you walk. put it.
4: In, you the walk is great, but you put it in perspective there, Jay. Like we're talking three and a half years since that injury. Right. That first injury, the the Achilles injury. And so, I mean, that's a long time to rehab, to rehab, to rehab, to get back. Still not feel like you're yourself. Marcus, you've been there. You were there last night. You were uh, there for all the chippiness and the chirpiness. Um, is Clay OK? Is there is there cause for concern here? What's going
3: on? No, nah, I think he's OK, but like only because. This isn't new to him, right? And he's gotten mm. over it before. We've seen Clay crying on the bench, right? The
4: hell was Devin Booker saying to him that got him all fired up? You know it up? was
2: bad because Booker came out after the game and said he modeled his game after Clay Thompson. That was like he he who doth protest too much. <laughs> he <was> like like <laughs> he was saying some
3: <laughs> shit. Yeah, he was whatever it was. I've never seen Clay that on one. Like you you mm-hmm. know how like when you're watching it when you're at the game, you almost got to be really playing paying really close attention to see if two guys are talking trash to each other. Right. Like it's like, are they wait? Oh no, they're talking trash. Like they're sometimes they're just talking, right. They're just having a conversation. But yeah. with clay for like four possessions, he was just going in. Like he was and all. He was talking loud. And every time the ball stopped, he start pacing and strutting <laughs> around and talking. Like it was, I was like, yo, clay is on one right now. Like mm-hmm. he is not, he is not holding back. He, I think a big problem, a big part of the issue with him, like it's the minutes restrictions, right? But Clay, the the salve for his wounds, right? The the penicillin for anything he's going through is making shots, and he's not making them yeah. right now, like. And in that moment, and you, Jay, you remember this in the finals, right? Clay, he wants to come down and hit the three to shut you up. Yep. That's what he wants to do. He's like, "All right, you talking that mess? Here, here's three quick ones for you." And he came down, and he just didn't have it. He was zero for five, one for eight. And when he doesn't have that, that's when he's like in his kind of worst place. So, but he starts seasons terrible sometimes. Like remember one year he was like, he was shooting so badly. Like we kept asking about it. They got mad about us asking about it. And then he went out and hit 14 threes in Chicago. Like to yeah. be like, this is what he does. Like he he shoots, he, like he tries really hard. He almost tries to flip a switch and go out and create the moment where he dropped thirty seven on sack, right? Or game six. Yeah. He remember AJ. He tried that in the finals, like game six. He he, he was trying to summon chucking. that, right? He was, he was just chucking. Chucking. He does that, and then it takes yeah. some time for him to say, "All right, let me let me run the offense. Let me take these smart mm-hmm. shots." He's in that mode where he wants it so bad, he's just like. I'm gunning, and that's that's just never good for him. So I yeah. think when he makes shots, he'll be fine, and he's gonna have a game where he makes seven of them things. And he's and ooh, watch that strut then when he actually makes shots.
4: <laughs> he's shooting a very Lakers like twenty eight point six percent from three.
3: <laughs>
2: actually, the Lakers would love to be at twenty eight point six. That's goals <laughs> be- squad goals. Yeah, <laughs> he. Uh, he uh, I I trust in him to to get it back though. Like of of all for the sure, guys yeah. who are injured and and kind of go through spells like this. I trust him because, w- number one, he clearly puts in the work.
1: We enjoy our families, the outdoors, movies, music.
2: And and he clearly does all the stuff he needs to do behind the scenes. Art. And number two, we just saw it in the finals. Like, he, he wasn't- Literally just saw it. He yeah. wasn't at his best, but he still was able to summon that toughness, that competitiveness, that gamerness against Jalen brown against Jalen brown bright, he like was yeah. locking up Jalen brown in some key crunch time possessions and so i'm not worried about him at all just because the the competitive fabric and it's only been months since we saw it yeah remember the game four shot right the biggest shot of the
3: game was yeah was clay from the top right like and to overcome I mean, he's overcoming achilles and an ACL. Oh, he's overcoming a lot. Right, like, of so a lot, man. Yeah. I don't know. Especially I, for I his know. skill set. Yeah, right? Yeah. I feel like he'll be fine. They just got to get through yeah. it. <laughs> All right. Take five.
4: The Pelicans are going to fly like an eagle. Let's see. Jayda. <laughs> Play me a little jazz music here. I'm... I'm in a New Orleans state of mind, an impressive start to their season, an impressive win over Lucas Mavericks on Tuesday night without Zion Williamson, without Brandon Ingram, and no Herbert Jones. I repeat, no Herbert Jones. No, no Herbert Jones.
1: No Herbert Jones. I repeat, no Herbert Jones.
4: I like this team and they look as good as advertised on league pass. CJ McCollum has become a real point guard. Jonas Valanciunas is the exact monster they need. And this deep roster of young role players is going Memphis and that they're playing well beyond their years of experience. Marcus Pella can the Pelicans shock the world and win the title this year.
3: Yes. <laughs> I'm going with yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm all over it. Yes. C- come on, man. I- This is gonna be wild listening to like Mike Breen creating these classic moments. Trey Murphy the the third, bang! And the Smoothie King Center is rocking. (laughs) (laughs) That's gonna be so wild. They 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 have they could play any style. To me, they could play any style. They can big sw- small yeah, they- big small fast slow. Fast slow. They could play any style of basketball. Mm-hmm. And one of the one of the things this team shows that even if you have some suspect players, like this is like that that Warriors model, if you guys have played together, you can overcut like Devonte Graham's not that good, right? He just no. He's no. terrible. <laughs> he, can, he can shoot that thing.
4: Yeah, he yeah. Can he shoot, can shoot. He can he shoot, and shoot, and shoot threes. You, he's terrible inside the arc. Yeah, yeah. You could
2: figure out how to work this stuff. <laughs> why did they have him on the court to guard Luca on the last play? I, like that I'll tell you why. Unfigured. No, no, that's getting, no, that's getting, no that's Why is Luca taking a thirty-foot <laughs> step
3: back over Devontae that's, Graham? Just that's what good. I want. No, that's
4: a shot. That's a shot. Yeah, that's a shot. Down. It looks so cool if it goes in. No, it looks so cool if it goes in. You know what cool. else would look Devon- cool? To- hold on, hold on, real quick, real quick. <laughs> this is right. I am. I am double checking. Devonte Graham is shooting forty-two point nine percent from three in four games this year. He has not made a two pointer. He's over five. Legend.
2: Legend. <laughs> Absolute legend. He's just chucking, man. That's just what he does. I. I feel like. Yeah. I don't know his stats right now, but I. I guarantee his 3 point percentage is better than his 2 point percentage career.
4: Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, I yeah, cuz he's at like that right now. I think he's he's
2: under like
4: he's under 40% for his career. Um as a as just a field goal 39.8% from
2: 2 Oh, three wow. 3 point is a little more suspect than I thought, 35.7. But yeah. Nonetheless, should never ever be guarding Luca Doncic. But anyway, it Worked, didn't it? Th- their offense has been so good. Trey Murphy never ever 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 misses. Brandon, I've never Brandon seen this Has taken a step forward. Zion Williamson not only came back looking like he used to, he came back looking like he used to, twenty five pounds thinner, and mm-hmm. he's moving well. He's defending, with a, with a defending well. Hoop earring, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: with a hoop earring,
3: that's hey, how you Z- know it's Zion. Looks like he should be walking like Clay. <laughs> Don't <laughs> with that ever hooper. mess with a basketball
4: player who's wearing a hoop hey, earring. A hoop that earring? is free advice oh, yeah. right now. Oh my God! You know, who used to wear hoop earrings, Jordan. Jordan, absolutely. Enough said. Yeah, you <laughs> can't do it. It's not worth it. They're good though. They are. They're really good. They're yeah. complete. What do you? What do you think's the down? The down? Like maybe they're not good enough defensively. Um, you know, over the aggregate of the season, like maybe. I don't know, but maybe the moment becomes too big for some of those guys. But I'm just trying to think of like what the downfall is, because Griff has done an incredible job of putting this team together. I think Willie Green is coaching his ass off like he's he was so good last year.
2: Um, but what Jay, what do you think would would be the downfall? You'll be able to go at CJ and Zion in a playoff series. And, and that to yeah. me is going to be eventually something that they're going to need to solve. And, and maybe they just solve it. By being big and defensive minded at other positions, by Herbert Jones just swallowing up yeah. everything. Um, but that's the area where I look at it and and I'm like, okay, that 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 could be an issue in the playoffs. And it and it still is just a very young team, right? Yeah,
3: I, I think to me, I think you're right, absolutely, Jay. Like it's gonna be tough. Like how do they answer when people are attacking them relentlessly? But the other mm-hmm. the other question for me is who's the superstar on this team? Right? Like who's the guy that's gonna go head up with Ja? Right. And it's like, you got to get a bucket and there's no excuses and it's against you. They have some people who, they got who have the potential. Guys. Yeah, yeah. But we haven't seen them do it at that. Like, there's another level. Sure. Like, we see, yeah. t- we saw yeah, Tatum yeah. do it and then he got to the moment where it's like, okay, this is a lot, right? Like, a little, so, a little, a little harder than yeah, it was. There's, a little, there's another level. The finals, yeah. I, you, f- you know, Ingram clearly has the talent to do it, right? You feel yeah. like CJ's I think got could the mentality it, too. No question. Ingram, and obviously, Zion couldn't do it, badass. right? Yeah. Uh, Zion could. So, like, doing it is the next step, right? So maybe this is the year I wouldn't be surprised if they get to that moment where they're in the, like, Western Conference Finals and they got to feel yeah. that first, you know what I'm saying, Yeah. to be able to do it the next time. that That's it, but, like, they're on their way, yo. Like, that... They the only, really only thing gonna break them up is people who got to start getting paid. They got to win before everybody get paid. And I feel like <laughs> every year there's that one team. Because it is the Smoothie King Center still. They, they, they got to
4: they gotta start taking some of that Saints money over and just rebudgeting right. for the for the Pelicans. Every
2: year there's that one team that uses last season to propel itself forward. And that, that's yeah. it. Like, they just figured it out last year and then added Zion to the mix. And they've still got it figured out.
4: It's such a crazy thing. Added Zion to the mix. I right? Like They went
2: 33-30. and 30.
4: Oh, that in them the in Memphis would be fun. I mean, uh, look, I think the Pels and the Warriors in a series that would be a lot of fun. Oh, Draymond yeah, trying to get in these guys' heads yeah, no like question. them chasing Steph and Clay
2: around and Jordan Poole Sturber maybe doing Jones. something. Steph and Jordan, would be Steph. so mean to Jose Alvarado. He'd be so mean. To Jose Alvarado. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be Clay walking at him. Art. <laughs>
3: clay walking <out>. Clay walking. <laughs> all right.
4: We're not going to do any better than Clay walking out of him. Uh, that will do it for this week's Point of Contention. It was our pleasure to be back with you all. Make sure to subscribe to all the shows on the Athletic Podcast Network, Warriors Plus Minus, Anything is Potable, Down to Dunk, No Dunks, Glue Guys, Sixers Beat, and also the Bun and Cardigan Show, a Detroit Pistons podcast with our good friend, james edwards the third. for jay king marcus not clay thompson and jade ho i'm zach harper see you next time on point of contention